Hey, welcome to the real boys. Uh, we're the best movie review podcast in the business. And if you don't like it, Dan Levely will fight you for it. Um, hi, I'm Michael Colby. Some people call me, uh, no, nobody calls me the dude. Um, but today we are talking about my number four favorite movie of all time. The Big Lebowski. What do you think of that? Um, the Big Lebowski is a 1998 Coen Brothers movie. Um, it follows the adventures of the dude who's a laid back stoner. Um, who, from what you can tell at the beginning of the movie, doesn't really get involved in anybody else's business but he's sort of forced to get into some other people's business and it doesn't go great for him. Um, so I, I mean, everybody knows what the big Lebowski is, so let's just get into it. Um, I'll introduce the panel. Uh, first up, we're going to get the guy who got this thing together. Dan Levely. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm great. I'm fucking awesome. great. How about that? There's a first fuck for the morning. There's a second <laughs> one. I'm on a roll. <laughs> I was actually surprised. They, uh, when you put that up, it, it's like number 18 in the most uses of fuck in a movie. Yeah. See, that's three. We're on a, see, we're good. Yeah. I <laughs> but didn't. yeah, I think it's 117. Yeah. Uh, it's I been and outdone. I never really yeah. noticed that before, but, but there was kind of a lot in there. Now, I have a oh, question yeah. for you, and this is an honest question because I couldn't tell when I'm watching the movie. It is a comedy, and the dude is a stoner. Is this a stoner comedy? Of course. It is a stoner comedy. Of course. Okay. All right. Yes, I didn't it, know. I didn't yes, know for sure. It falls under the category of stoner comedy. I believe it does anyways. Okay. And I guess my opinion's cool. Okay. Hey, you got the number one marijuana podcast, so I'm going to take your opinion as gospel. CBDDVS.com. Yes. <laughs> All right. We will get you back. Um, next up, I'm going to I'm gonna have uh, Jerry and Blaze come up. What's Jerry, going on, how Mike? are you? Doing good, bro. Oh, man. I am ready to talk about this movie. Now, I have the same question for you that I did for Dan Levely. Is this a stoner comedy? I would definitely say this could be considered a stoner comedy. Cool, cool. And this was my first time watching it, too. So This was your first time watching The Big Lebowski. Wow. Okay. I actually, before a couple of months ago, before we, or before we started the whole Real Boys thing, I had began to watch it, and I got about halfway through it, and I stopped. But yeah, okay. I, I definitely was. It's been on my list of films to to watch because I've been getting a lot of shit from not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it is a little bit of a strange one, but it's it's pretty coherent. It, like it, yeah. what a movie like this can easily get lost in its strangeness, but this one I feel like it it holds itself together. The Coens are oh are yeah, I love geniuses it. at that. Yeah, good, good. Loved it. All right. So you liked it. Excellent. 
All right, we'll get you back pretty soon. All right, next up, we have half of the shit. <laughs> we have half of some nobodies, Dylan. <laughs> I'll take I'll take being half the shit. Why not? <laughs> Dylan. Yes. Now, you are the only one, I think, that would appreciate really the soundtrack in this movie. I feel like the Coens are are like perfect at picking out songs that are perfect for, you know, what they're going for in a movie. Was that something you noticed in this movie or? Oh, yeah. The Coen brothers are kind of notorious, even at this point in their career in, in 98, for how they use music and score. Yeah, and the score was, I was surprised, like, like some of the score songs, I was like, is this the specials? Like, it's really good music. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, my... My number one pick on the show is going to be the Coen Brothers' love letter to folk music. So I'm not a huge fan of like Fish and the Doors and songs that feature in here, but for the movie, it's very appropriately used. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a fan of those bands either, but, you know, in the movie, it's, it's pretty oh, yeah. perfect. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Cool. So you're a big Coen Brothers fan. Love them. Top five. Uh, like call them a director. But yeah, yeah, top, top I, I five also, filmmakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome, perfect. Yeah. All right, we'll get you back soon. Next up, we have podcast mogul, Cinephil, <laughs> Phil Better. How you doing? What's going friend? on, Phil? Yeah, I'm going good. I'm going good. Uh, rewatch, rewatch, rewatch this movie actually after not seeing it for nearly like ten years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is to... one that I revisit pretty regularly. Now, I'm going to ask you, um, being who you are, <laughs> did you think that the the hero of this movie was Jeffrey Lebowski, the big Lebowski, the millionaire? Oh, it was the dude. <laughs> okay. Hey, it right. was the dude. Like I, <laughs> I like money, but like I, I like chilling as well. Like if I could be the dude and have money coming in, that's all I'm. I'm looking for that passive income, that that legendary money tree that gets planted. I'm not looking to do more work. Hell oh. yeah! All right, all right. I want to be chilling had... out, drinking white Russians like you. That's why I'm hustling now, so that I can do that when I'm your age. See? <laughs> You've already figured it out, so I'm trying to Hell get yeah, there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay so you you're a coen brothers fan um i'm not a huge coen brothers fan it's one of those uh it's just telling you that we have the legendary chris harvey in the house just okay letting you know <laughs> um gotta toot his horn he's the biggest star of the show of course with his legendary movies he's been in uh okay. but i don't want to toot it too much but no um they are they're kind of like they have films that I really love, like the big Lebowski. And then they have other films that I just like, Oh, okay. It's, it, it doesn't touch me. It's not one of those movies. They're not my go-to director, but I do enjoy their movies and see the art in it. Okay. All right. Well, that's good enough. I'm, I'm glad I'm not starting out in the hole this time. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're starting at a plus this time and not awesome. already 19 awesome. negative awesome. points. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get Phil better out of here. We'll get him back, but we're going, we're going to go with the real star of the show. Uh, Chris Harvey. What's up? Chris, what's going on? My friend. What's up? Can you hear me good? 
Yeah, you sound great. Okay, good. I'm using a PlayStation microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. So, Chris, is this your first time seeing this movie? Yes, I had never seen it. I have had never seen it, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay. Do you you don't do you know any Coen brothers? Mm. No? Uh No Country for Old Men? Mm-mm. Fargo? Nope. No? Uh I might have seen Fargo. I don't remember. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, without I mean, we're just about to get to the full panel, but uh what what did you think of it real quick? Um, I, I, I made it through it. Okay. Uh, Hey, not, not my kind of movie. Okay. Was this a comedy? Yes. (laughs) It's not boisterous. It's not Mm. boisterous and, and just jokes and jokes and jokes. Like I know you're a big fan of jokes and jokes and jokes. Yeah. I'm kind of, you know, great at it. (laughs) Okay. I all right. Hey, all right. Um that's fine. But we'll we'll get your 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 commentary on the yeah, movie yeah, of course. once we get through it. All right. So if we want to pull up the entire panel. No Zach Wiseman today, <laughs> but and no uh Justin Wallace, but looks like we have everybody else. Yes, sir. No, Justin. Wall- Maybe we have Jerry in. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's indisposed at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Okay, so let's get into this movie. Um, I'm going to sort of skip this Forever Young intro <laughs> because, uh, like, I never understood it. Like, it seems unless somebody has something to say about it, it does seem kind of pointless and a little bit longer than it needs to be (laughs) but it's kind of setting up what this the whole movie is like it's Mm -hmm. the movie has it has a point but at the same time there is no point to this movie there isn't a point to this movie that just like the intro has it's telling the whole story it's like telling you this intro is the whole movie there's no point to it it's long it's like i know it sounds like i'm bashing on it it's not it's it's just it's telling you the whole story it's foreshadowing the whole story about this weird opening and you're like what am i watching and then you watch the movie and you're still questioning like what did i watch (laughs) but at the same time you're like i thoroughly enjoyed it but i don't know why i enjoyed it so much like there's so many different parts of it that you love yeah yeah it's it's definitely i noticed so many memes while I was watching this movie again. Like this is maybe the most memeable movie. Uh, yeah, that's it was a meme there. before it was a meme was a thing. Yeah, I I started when I do my notes. I started subtitling all the scene transitions. Just the line I know from this scene. Yeah. No, yeah. no. I definitely have like which meme is which for each time that there's a meme line in here. Okay, so I don't first remember thing... the intro, and I just seen it, so I don't remember what was <laughs> exactly. That's I just the watched movie. this. Yeah. What was the intro? Yeah. What are we talking? It's just the guy from the film company sort of talking about the movie, and yeah, it's, it's you it have is this kind western type. It's it's you have uh oh, what's the actor's name? Sam something. He was on the ranch. Maybe Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. How do you not it's know Sam, Sam Elliott? And he's, he's I, I, next. I'm... <laughs> Maybe I didn't watch this movie. 
got the West, it's got the dude with a deep voice doing like the yeah. welcome. Really? He's, he's looked the same for like 50 years. He's had like, the same yeah. look for 50 yeah, years. It's like yeah, a Clint yeah. Eastwood type guy. If you don't know who Sam Elliott is. Star yeah, of yeah. the Golden Compass. Yeah. The ranch on Netflix. Come on. Yeah. So he he's he's telling you the whole story, kind of like an old Western style movie, because the dude is from that era. So it's kind of like getting you in the the era of the dude and understanding his psychology in the movie. The, yeah. the Cohen brothers like their American folk tales. And this yep. is their another one they did. This is yeah. This is what their third a modern movie? western. It's kind of like a modern western. If you think about it, it's like you have Sam Elliott doing the over uh, the the narration, which is was common in the old Western. And there's a kidnapped person. You have a rich guy needing the help of, you know, the cool hero, if you will. It's a Western story in modern times. All right. And Phil better gets it. Way to yes. go, Phil. <laughs> Those psychology job, lessons Phil. really paid out. Okay. So we got we got the Sam. All right. So we're all skipping the the actual intro and getting into the Sam Elliott part. So we have Sam Elliott talking over the dude in the grocery store, um, robe, slippers, <laughs> uh, shorts. Pretty much twenty twenty in a in a meme. Pretty much <laughs> buying cream for his white Russians with a check. <laughs> Is is that not okay to wear to the grocery store? Because that's what I wear to the grocery store. <laughs> it is what I've been wearing to the grocery store lately. <laughs> we won't Did judge I you. Work at a grocery store, yes, is I that do. correct? We won't judge will, you in like, person, but we'll talk about you behind in the back room. What's the percentage of people that come in in robes and sandals? I live in. A, I work in a college town, so <laughs> it's more. Uh, it's it's either robes and sandals or just sweatpants and like comfy sweaters. Oversized baggy shirts, that sort of thing. Okay. Then, yeah. So everyone yeah. sort of looks like the dude. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Cool. But cool. The dude cool. did inspire a generation. Like, if you think about it, like everybody, like I looked like the dude. Like that's like okay. I want to have that life. How do I get that life? So I'm hustling now to get that life. Yeah, so when I, I hit that age, I can relax. I definitely want to have the dude's life. <laughs> it seems like he has a pretty cool life. I mean, here, here in Boulder, the uh, Boulder Theater would put on a yearly show of the Big Lebowski, and people would come in in robes. They would have specials on White Russians, and you would watch the movie like a big Rocky Horror style sort of thing. It's a cult yeah. classic. Yeah, this thing, this thing is a cult classic. Like, there's a literal religion based off of this movie. Look, <laughs> Jeff Bridges is the most chillest dude in the whole world. Like. Down to this earth. Is, this is Jeff Bridges' most iconic role, and it's pretty much just him being him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's this, exactly the same in person. Yeah, this movie is is very cool. So, um, the dude comes home from buying his his cream at the grocery store, and uh, there's two dudes waiting for him. Um, apparently, he owes them money. Or, no, his wife owes the money. His wife, Bunny, owes the money. So they dunk his head into the toilet. Ruin a um, perfectly good white Russian. Oh, man. That cream goes exploding all over, all over the back of that. Like, And it's in, in Coen Brothers style. It's like, for some reason, you really notice that, that cream mm. all over the back. 
It's like a Whoa. bullet wound. It's the blood of like someone getting shot or something. They're trying to make yeah. it like a blood splatter. Yep. So um, look, I can be artistic. Hey, <laughs> you're doing great, Phil. Has <laughs> anyone like noticed that he wrote a check for like I think it was sixty seven cents? Yeah, for the creamer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Nick yes. Malati's another dude. Of the power of the dudes. All right, so we get the inciting incident of this movie which is one of these guys pissing on the dude's rug. That's sacrilegious. That rug piss. really tied the room together. <laughs> so ruining it is a sin. Um, Just so like we got, Mickey brings my room around. That's right. Mickey, <laughs> Mickey's boner brings your really ties your room together. All right. Oh. So then... <laughs> Which is like basically the plot of the movie. Is I, need, I need to get my fucking rug. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. That's the plot of the movie. My rug. This like, is the plot of the movie. All the dude wants is his rug back. Yeah, or no, not his rug back. back. He just the wants money, a rug. He wants to pay the money to clean his rug or buy, purchase a new rug so that he can tie his room together. The feng shui of the room needs to be put back together. Yeah, yeah it fucked it up. It fucked up the the, the mojo in the room. <laughs> Even though the guy really didn't pee on it, because as you see, there's no wet stain and there's nothing <laughs> there afterwards. Spoiler, sorry. Yeah, we're not we're not too worried about that. We don't need to see an actual pee stream. Yeah, you don't need to see an actual. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> this guy does. <laughs> it was the whole shebang. <laughs> All right, so we go I from like there to the bowling alley. <laughs> so we go to the bowling alley where we meet Walter and Donnie. Man, these guys. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Shut the it, fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> there's a lot of iconic roles in this movie. John yes. Turturro, yes. John Goodman. Not so much Buscemi because he's kind yeah. of an, he, he's a he's a B character, but John yeah, Goodman Buscemi has shoes up the scene beautifully and perfectly yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and, I think one of John Goodman's like better roles. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's great. Like John Goodman's great in everything he's in. Yeah. But this movie is another iconic character. Like that's this this role of Walter is fucking hilarious. Everything he says and does, he's the reason that this whole movie happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel yes. like the dude would have just let it go, but Donnie's gonna push. He's gonna like, make oh, him get this rug because that that rug well, really yeah. tied this room together. <laughs> yes, did it not? <laughs> it not? And this dude peed on it. Just mm -hmm. <laughs> on your rug, dude. <laughs> All right, so we're taking Walter's advice, and we're going to Jeffrey Lebowski's house. Um, we see him waiting. We see the dude waiting for uh, the Big Lebowski to, I don't know, get his meeting with him, even though it doesn't look like he's doing anything. Oh, it's a rich I person. Just... I, I, rich people, I, we don't do anything. <laughs> we don't do anything. Except we just make people wait. Yeah, and count money. <laughs> That's all we do. <laughs> just count our money and make wait. people wait. <laughs> Did Phil just try to say that just so we would know he was rich? He no, said we. We. Very, 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 very
We don't do anything. Okay. Yeah, so. it is very important that everyone knows Phil I'm is not rich. loaded. We, we can we can tell that by the Mickey Mouse poster. Okay. I know. That's <laughs> that's not a poster. That's an original. It's right. an original. Canvas. It's on canvas. <laughs> on canvas. All right. So we meet. Art. So we see him looking around at all of these things that Jeffrey Lebowski accomplished. The main thing that they sort of focus on are these achievements. Who are um, inner city kids, and he's gonna pay to send them all to college. The little achievers, and and we that's gonna be important later as well. Okay, so we get we get the meeting with the Big Lebowski, basically telling the dude, you know, fuck you, I'm not gonna pay for your rug. I'm not going to address this. Pause. Not addressing Pause, this because okay. no, I'm sorry. All right, we're not no, addressing. Look, it. he missed. He said the wrong name, so I'm not addressing. Oh well, no, he didn't. But the reason why is because I have business clients, and sometimes I need to hide the boner because they may not <laughs> like the boner. <laughs> That's all. It's just to hide the boner because so I deal with <laughs> businesses that may not find it funny. Just put like a little piece of paper over it. It says "not a boner." <laughs> In the shape of a boner, it makes it just better. All right, all right. Let's get let's get going on this movie here, guys. Stop talking about Mickey Mouse. We're well. trying, but you're explaining this movie as how the movie went, which is boring. Oh. <laughs> well, you can chime in every once in a while. This is a panel show. I'm not the only There's one on it. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> So, Chris, what was your favorite part of this movie? What did you enjoy? What didn't you like about this movie? Only good thing about the movie is John Goodman. John Goodman, and I, I'm a big Steve Buscemi fan. Um, he didn't really have, you know, he Dylan said it's not really a main character. He really didn't have much part to do with it. Um, but John Goodman's the only reason this movie was even watchable. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's fair. He's the only one who has any drive in the actual movie. He's the only one who does anything like if you take him out, there is, there is no movie. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, he's also the I wouldn't argue the with movie, that at all. Yeah, he's so, the driving yeah, he's force for this whole event to happen. But yeah, yeah, I still I still hated him. Oh, but <laughs> he's the only he's the only reason it's watchable for one time. I would never watch this again. All right. Okay. Just because you repeat something throughout the whole movie doesn't make it a joke. Well, I don't make it, think it was make, supposed to be a joke. But no, I'm saying like, okay, like you guys brought up like the white Russian and then this little, this bit and this bit doesn't make it funny. It doesn't make it a comedy. It's because we relate to those things because we, we or, idolize this movie. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think idolize this movie. I think humor can come from places that aren't straight set up punchline jokes. Yeah, I think humor can come from the way characters interact. Yeah, I, not all humor I, needs to be a joke. I didn't realize this was a comedy until the end with the with the cowboy. Was that Sam Elliott you guys are talking about? Yes. Yeah. When mm -hmm. he was kind of explaining <clears throat> what just happened. And I was like, oh, is this a comedy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the right. very end. That's when I got it. And I was like, oh, okay. I had no idea. I, like I said, I've never seen a movie. I don't know anything about it. Going in, I didn't. I, I was okay. The first 20 minutes, I was like, okay, this is interesting enough to watch. And then it got really, really long. And then um, it didn't need to be two hours. <laughs> uh, 
And it, 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 it near the end when after the him and the lady had, well, we, we're getting ahead of itself. Huh. Yeah, that's when it got it got okay. And so okay, well, they try to wrap it with a bow. I got a quick question, Chris, and no judgment. Yes. Can you? What are your top two comedies in your opinion? Just out of curiosity. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. I, I would right. really have to think about it. I, I didn't mean. I didn't <laughs> want to put you on the spot. I was no, just curious. I just like, I would you even, consider a comedy movie? I wouldn't even know what to like. I I I, I wouldn't know what I could like. Okay. I like know. I Naked I Gun. I've never even seen that. Oh, okay. That's probably my new it. top five. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Chris Harvey is on record as saying that he thought the scary movies were funny. So he just has I, a different taste of humor. <laughs> yeah, he just has a dark, morbid I mean, sense I, of humor. I also, yeah, I also <laughs> like slapstick. Like, I like yeah. jokes, but I also like, you know, dry mm. humor. I also British like humor. this type of this type of comedy. Like if something's drawn out and oh, then yeah. something hilarious happens, like when the dude gets that mug thrown at his head <laughs> and it fascist. bounces off of his forehead, it makes the best sound you've ever heard in a movie. Like that, that makes that movie? part so more hilarious. <laughs> Did Yo, you- this, this is one of the most forgettable <laughs> movies I maybe have ever seen. <laughs> All right. When, cool. what, so, part, yeah. what part, what part did someone get hit? Wow, with? it's about yeah, it's, like, you're yeah, gonna be you're gonna through. be in the where? It's towards the end of the Hello? movie after he met with the man in the beach house. He's talking to the sheriff, and the sheriff calls him of various names for like hippie and bum. He calls the sheriff a fascist, and then he throws mm-hmm. the mug at him. Wow, that's how he gets a black eye. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, Pro- proceed in. with the movie. Yeah, proceed. <laughs> I'll be quiet this like episode this, uh, because yeah. no, I have no I opinion of this movie. Yeah, I could have. I don't. I I really don't understand forgettable. Like this is you're going to be in the very minority of people that say that this is a forgettable movie. Like I said, they have a Lebowski fest every year That's where crazy. it's just people going on about this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then it, there's it a literal religion. It's called Dudism. Was that's this, based was this, on the dude from this. Was this movie. like before its time? Like when was this movie made? I don't know. Nineteen ninety-eight. Okay, so was these kind of things not done before, or like this kind of? Is no, this why? This because nineteen ninety-eight. I, well, I was I was four. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, was this a, a thing? Like, was no? It was. Being, the, this is the first of its kind of. That's what I'm asking. A little it's bit. A, the okay, the okay. are unique in how yeah, they make movies. Yeah. It's a lot of character stuff. It's not a lot of plot. You're right about a that. A little bit. I mean, <coughs> I'll say I that mean, you we can, had you, um, you completely understand yeah we had raising character. Arizona before this another Coen Brothers movie. You can you can understand every individual character in this. Um, I just don't think they all meshed. Like, I don't think it meshed as a movie. I don't think it was a lot of things weren't necessary, in my opinion. Um, the pederast guy, I don't see his role in this being important at all. I don't even that it was there. Were, there are definitely a couple of things that I, I thought. Hmm? Am I is it my Wi-Fi that's fucking up or? I haven't Something. noticed any problem. Is everybody whatsoever. sort of slowing yeah, down. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. Either. I haven't. You've been going perfect. 
So you may not be seeing us in real time. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're hearing you perfectly fine. Oh. Just got really awkwardly silent now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is an awkwardly right, cool. silent episode, apparently. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. there's a, definitely a couple. Zach's not here to fill the air. <laughs> we there's see how important a couple of or... things in this movie. I agree with Chris Harvey. There are a couple things that don't need to be in here. Um, we'll get to those a little bit later. <laughs> God damn it, Phil. <laughs> you do Comes need to show off. off that you spent $800 on that fucking... <laughs> Thing, oh boy. It's gonna get insufferable really quick. Okay. No, no, I won't. No, I know. <laughs> no! Oh boy. Kind of like this movie. Yeah. Insufferable. <laughs> I I absolutely yeah. understand right. not liking yeah. the color. Where the hell I don't even know where we were in this movie now. I mean just make a point and just drive through it. Yeah, let's drive through. Okay. He was. So, I mean, they were uh, at we Wabowski's mansion, we, but yeah, yeah you were talking about yeah, Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. You had F Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's a great yeah, actor. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman again. He's yeah, and he's a uh, he's a, a Buscemi character in this movie as well, yeah. like sort of a throwaway secondhand character. But for he plays a great it so actor. well. Yes, he really does. <laughs> when when he's yeah. standing there talking to. When the dude's standing there talking to Bunny and she's like, I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. And she's like, he can't watch though. He has to pay a hundred. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. His face when she says that is priceless. He's like, I'll go, go get a um, cash. Yeah, machine, so we man. get a, a close up on her painting her nails green at this point, which is also going to come in later. Um, and then we are... Back to the bowling alley. <laughs> I keep having, I keep putting back to the dude's house, back to the Lebowski mansion, back to the bowling alley. Cause we don't have too many, too many places in this movie. So we're back at the bowling alley. Um, we in find out about Walter, his ex-wife, he's taking care of her dog. So she sort of has him doing whatever she wants. Um, Okay. And then this is the the scene with Smokey where his toe goes over the line. Another meme scene. Yep. With uh with Walter cocking the gun. Am I the only one who cares about the rules around here? <laughs> what an <Wow>. asshole. <laughs> it's a great scene though. He has toes over the line. When you break the rules, the rule the rules are made for a reason. And if you toe your toe goes over the line, you should be shot. All right. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> So what we learn here is that Dan Levely the is Americans. a Americans. <laughs> <laughs> At least a big toe. Oh boy. I'm never right. playing fucking bowl. I'm never going yeah, bowling. Yeah, I'm never with Dan bowling ever. with Dan Levely. Take this shit he is American, so he's probably packing at all times. <laughs> okay, so we're back at the dude's house. Back at the dude's house again. We're back at the dude's house. People yeah. are leaving him all sorts of messages. <laughs> um, the phone ringing and people really wanting to get in contact with the dude and him just ignoring it is like, that's the thing that I strive for. Just fucking, 
whatever, man. If the I want to get to it, essence, I'll get to it. No life. No life. I don't want to talk to anybody on the phone. Whatever. Okay. You know, so now me. we get a, and then we get uh, his his landlord knocking on the door. He's late with the rent. Very dude like. Um, this is a weird character that we see twice and is not really super necessary to the plot of the movie. Um, it's another Coen Brothers character. Mm -hmm. Just there to add some wallpaper. Yeah, yep. I mean, I think like him sort of being friends with the dude um, and sort of saying, you know, you do have to pay me this rent, but being a little bit intimidated by the dude, I think is great, but then it adds that weird layer of him coming to see his show that I don't quite understand why that's a part of this movie. <laughs> to add realism to, yeah. to the movie, it's to add like you can kind of picture yourself because it's not just all this kind of like crazy intrigue. There's like real life interceding into this movie. So it's kind of like, Oh yeah, that probably would happen in the movie or in real life, you know. Yeah, kind I don't of... know. <laughs> Did you it's... see the show that he's putting on? <laughs> oh yeah, Look, I don't it's know LA. How real it's life all that up in L.A. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's L.A. It's... Oh, they went to the show. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait a minute! Wow, <laughs> wow this movie is horrible. I just got that. <laughs> Jerry, nah. have you ever been to any sort of art show that's like that? You ever been to any sort of high art concept show? Something no, like, unfortunately not. Nothing you're, <laughs> you've never been to sitting there and just going like, what the fuck is going on? I know. Other than right now? No. Other than right now. Right now. I actively try to wanted, avoid no, art. No, I really, I've never really been to art show. <laughs> yeah. I've never really been to art show, sorry. <laughs> You're totally it's, fine. <laughs> the, I've never been to brothers, high art. Oh, I've been to a few and they're it's it's very similar to sitting in that auditorium. Um no the, the Cohen brothers really like to because they needed to have Walter give uh the dude mm -hmm. the information about the kid. And they're like mm -hmm. they're probably like, Well, he needs to tell him that. Well, where can you tell him that? What do they do at the art show? And then you have this weird scene where the art show's going on. But there's a story plot be happening with the actual characters. And it's just this I mean, the Cullen brothers like their like grotesques. And I mean you use grotesque as like strange people. Yeah. 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 And it yeah, it's it's fine. It's just weird that he's in these two scenes and and that's it. Like that's one of the things that I never quite understood about this movie. There is a one hour and forty minute cut of this movie that trims out all this fat that I think hmm. in my mind, in my mind, <laughs> there's an hour and 40 minute cut of this that I think Chris Harvey would enjoy <laughs> that trims out some of this fat. I, I doubt I would enjoy it. It probably would have been more watchable. I think you wouldn't have gotten so tired of it. Yeah. 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 It was just absolutely. It was dull. And I get like that. There was moments of like, there's comedic writing in it. I understand that of like, Mm -hmm. They kept breaking into the house. He didn't know how. He even put the chair up at one point, and they still won't just <laughs> walk in. The chair thing is the funniest thing in the movie. I don't find that like that's like I get the idea of it and it's comedic writing, but it's not like I'm not gonna waste a laugh on it. 
All right. My laugh. You, you get okay, unlimited so, amount of laughs in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're not, you're you're not wasting one. <laughs> hey, to me, uh, uh, laughing is currency. So, um, because I get paid for laughter, so I'm not going to waste mine on anything. Fair. Um, my laptop is going to die, and I don't know where the charger is. Um, huh? I'm going to give my reels real quick in my last thoughts. It's not as bad as your last pick, Michael. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's an upward trend, Mike. You're upward, man. You're doing yeah. it. Um, I had, my uh, arms are crossed. I, I wasn't on the episode, and I didn't watch it all the way through, but I had gave that one a zero. Um, this isn't a movie I'd watch again. I understand why people watch it. I don't see how this could be a, a favorite, a top five favorite. I don't wow. like it. I'm not a fan. I give it a 3.8 reels. Wow. Almost a four. So Phew. I apologize. That's that a rough opinion. one. That is 100% within your right, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, that. absolutely. When it's a comedy, I give it off laughs. I, I laughed one time in this, and I don't even remember when. That's wow. fair. Wow. Yeah. So I think I, I also think that has to do with your age. You're considerably yeah. younger than a lot of us. And yeah. I think the movies yeah. that we grew up with were all sort yeah. of long and yeah, we're seeing it. Well, parts. I started watching Clerks already so for next week. And I can see that like all these movies kind of have that old. Mm -hmm. I don't oh, even know what to oh, call it. Oh. Older, older. <laughs> that, Oh, you are I'm pushing forty, bro. Better. So I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to be called old. <laughs> <laughs> it it might have been used to being called then. old. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it because when people talk about like Abbott and Costello and that kind of shit from like way mm -hmm. back in the day, I don't get that comedy. So exactly. I can see Chris Harvey yep. not getting the comedy from the Fair. '80s and '90s. And I man, totally is, get it. This, this is making me feel like I would almost watch Walk Hard again before that. <laughs> oh. Because there was times in Walk Hard where I was okay, I really get this. But in this, I just like, I, I, I it would be really hard for me to watch this again. Okay. okay. It's not a laugh a minute. It's, it's, yeah, not, it's, not, yeah, it's not a it's belly really laugher at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. So I, that's why I don't understand. It's just not entertaining to me. I just don't want to understand why this would be a favorite. But okay. it's fine. Yeah. It's your choice. Yeah. No, I this one this one I'm confident in its space in my list. <laughs> but yeah, Chris, you're a consummate professional. Yeah, yes. I think uh, <laughs> I, I I really do think it's your age, Chris, and okay. I I get it because, like I said, I don't get comedy from. Fifty years before I was born, either. I'm gonna think of my favorite, my top two favorite comedies too. I'm gonna think of those and put them in the chat. Cool. Yeah, Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, sorry right. if I couldn't stay no. longer. Tell us no, where we can, okay. tell us where we can they, find you. Yeah, oh, let Chris, us know. Chris Harvey Comedy on all social media. Uh, Chris Harvey Comedy Facebook, Instagram, Tinder, the Chris Plus Chris Show, and I'm gone. <laughs> and I'm gone. All right. Love you, Chris. Wow. <laughs> what a guy. Chris is gone. Wow. I do. I okay. do recommend now the Chris that... Plus Chris show. I was just under that. Pretty funny. Yes, that is a good uh, show. It is a great show. show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Funny guy. Yes. Jesus. Way both of them. Ever be. Yeah. Both of them are hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, now that I... the downer's gone, let's let's keep. Yeah. Moving. Let's. Yeah. Let's, yeah let's go. I, you know, like I said, I I thought that this was going to be, you know, a pretty across the board, at least liked one. But as he was talking, I was like, I sort of get it. And I really do think it's just because he's the age, yeah. 
Yeah, he's like 20 years younger than at least Michael, I am, so I'm, <laughs> I can I'm going to totally be completely honest. I love right, this movie. Yes? It's not It's not in my top five Coen Brothers movies. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually yep. get that death stare. <laughs> All right, so this, Dylan, this your movie, goodbye for real. It's not what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael's kicking me out right now. <laughs> 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 so where are we at in this movie? Are we at, at the mansion? Before the end. <laughs> what happened? Like more uh, towards I think the end. Wi-Fi cut out. Yeah, I think Michael's gone. Okay. No, no, he's, oh, he's shocked. No, he's he's shocked. Oh. Is he moving? He's still in shock. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Can you uh, hear breathe? I don't know. I think I'm having Wi-Fi problems. I think I'm being a. Uh, a feel better today. Yay! I'm not feel better. Wait. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Wait so a minute, I am, where were I... we? Bunny painting her nails green. So now we're back at the bowling alley. Yep. Um, then we're back at the dude's house. And now we're back at, at the big Lebowski's house. Um, mm-hmm. One yeah, of the right. messages that the dude got was about <laughs> coming back to the Big Lebowski's house. Um, they're not mad about the rug. Yes. He he can keep the rug. Um, they just want to talk to him. So he goes back. Uh, and then he, we find out that Bunny has been kidnapped. Um, the dude Supposedly. suspects it's the guys who pissed on his carpet because we don't know anything about what actually happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it will all soon be because we're about to get to the part that Chris Harvey thought was boring, but is actually the meat of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, so we go back to the bowling alley. We are introduced to Jesus, who yeah, is not is not in this movie nearly enough. No. Yes, I did remember more. more Jesus in this movie. <laughs> I think any more, and he would have been just completely, just too much. Yeah. I think you could have gotten maybe maybe another scene at max I, with I, him. I was, for but... some reason, thinking it was like three scenes, but it was but two scenes of meme, with Jesus. Because it's been memed to the, like, no end. That's right? also probably... Um, well, there, yeah, there is a cut scene, too, where he's, like, wet. He's cleaning his balls. He's waxing his balls. Yeah. This. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we find out that uh, the Big Lebowski is going to pay the dude twenty thousand uh, dollars just to make the handoff of this million dollar deal. Um, yeah, this million dollar deal. Uh, the dude thinks that Bunny kidnapped herself, so you know he's getting twenty thousand dollars for really not doing anything because she's not really in any danger. Again, the dude's life, he does nothing and he gets money. Like Yeah, so he's mm-hmm. just gonna he's just gonna do the thing that this rich guy does, take his money and who cares? Um we also get another meme scene here with the dude. Yeah, that's like just your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe my favorite my favorite of the Lebowski memes. Jerry and you're <laughs> You're shaking your head. No, I was nodding. I was agreeing with you. 
Okay. That was that's one of the classic lines that I had heard before I'd even seen the movie. Okay. Yeah, this is so you're everybody's following the movie, right? <laughs> Jerry, yes, and this yes. is the first time you saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my you're, first time. Yeah, it's 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 not a confusing movie. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, Are you still mystified at how it's forgettable? I I am mystified at how it's forgettable. Forgettable and confusing are two things that I would never think about this movie. I I think the actual mystery of what's going on could be a little confusing because they never come out and directly say it. It's all done in reveals. It's yeah, all done in right. shots. Yeah. So I get if you're not if you're not paying direct attention to what's on camera, you might miss something that's critical. You but might. It's like we could a generation of great like movies that you need to pay attention to yeah. or else you'll miss it because it's a two hour movie. We're not yeah. this 90 minute or like 60 minute film. We love those movies, but we grew up with a, a larger attention span. Yeah. Nothing this, against Chris Harvey. It's just, he doesn't like these types of movies. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's just I, everyone's this, re- Oh, go ahead. This Mike. is, Sorry. this is like a, like a parasite. Like you do have to be paying attention to mm. the movie to know what's happening in this movie, because if right. you're, you know, on your phone or taking a nap or something, you are going to miss some crucial shit that happens. Yeah. Cause we didn't have those when we were seeing these movies, we didn't yeah. have distractions. So we mm-hmm. need, we were fully invested and now everybody's paying for attention. That's the, the, the commodity of the time now. Yeah. And I'm, it's- I'm not, I'm guilty of that. Like I will have my phone out while I'm watching a movie. And I've seen this so many times that, you know, the little subtle stuff, I'm, yes. I'm tuned into that stuff. Um, all right. So. All right. We're going to go back to the dude's house now. Um, again, there's some there's some toughs waiting for him back at his house. Yeah. They have taken the rug. <gasps> um, oh, no, no, no. They don't take the rug yet. Okay. No. He's laying on the floor. He's laying on the rug, just chilling. Um, these guys come in, knock him out. He wakes up like there's a there's a weird dream sequence. <laughs> um, you need to have weird dream sequences. It was mandatory of the time. The weird dreams. This I think is my favorite weird dream sequence in this movie, where he is flying after the rug the the guy who's flying the rug in front of him and then like he looks down and sees the bowling ball and then it's like a looney to it's like a wily e. coyote thing where he notices that it's so the physics take over when he notices he falls to the ground he's a little tiny in the in the like the ball oh. return thing yeah. and then he gets stuck into the finger hole of the bowling ball and then he gets rolled down the why is any of this happening? Who, Who knows? But I, it's fun. He got knocked out because the guy knocked him out. And now he's dreaming. Yeah. And then we're, then we're going to get to the part where Maud's badass. <laughs> I yeah, don't know Maude why the Coen cool. brothers don't direct music videos. Because based on this movie, right. they very clearly want to. Yeah, it was really good. Like The music video was good. The yeah, song like, was this a little is odd, a... but the music video was yeah. good. These dream sequences are talking heads videos. They, they could have just done those. <laughs> Um, so now we do the, now we do the drop off. Um, Walter is in the car with the dude. He puts himself in the car with the dude. Walter, (laughs) 
Walter does whatever he wants in this movie. He, he, he just wants to shoot somebody. I just get the yeah. feeling he wants to shoot somebody just because to be like, I'm like a Vietnam vet, you know, like full yeah. on. And why, he knows that the dude's not going to fight back. So, Dan, you were saying something. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, why, why didn't he go get him? Why did he even go get Walter? Why didn't he just do the drop by himself like he was supposed to? Because <laughs> Walter probably called and was like, dude, I want to yeah, see that's. You. That's just the dude. He's gonna. Hey, that's the dude. That's the dude. Like, he's whatever Walter wants. Walter, gets. he's not gonna fight him on. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> Walter shows off the briefcase that he has full of his dirty undies. Has his whites. It has his filthy stinking underwear. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna throw that instead of the million dollars. We're going to keep the million dollars because you already said it, dude. She's in no danger. <laughs> so nobody's going to get hurt here except for this rich guy. And who cares? Well, the dude screws up immediately where he the, the ransomers call him and he goes, yeah, man, we've got the money. And they go, what do you mean we? And then they hang up immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So That's a everything... A man's, uh, you know, a, a sober man's job. Yeah. So they're, I mean, they, f- the dude is going to fuck up everything that he gets his hands on. That's just, that's just the way it happens. So, and again, that's he, important he, later in the movie. Like he reacts to life. He doesn't react to life. He's, he doesn't go after life. He just like, Oh, okay. This is happening. Cool. Let's yeah, go. This, this is way. happening. So we're gonna, we're going to deal with it and it, it doesn't matter. Um, and that's, that's the way he's lived his entire life, and it's gotten him this far. So, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, uh. Oh, I love you, Nick. <laughs> we're having, having a best friend. Heal your we're having a full on discussion about uh, <laughs> character development. There, and, there, yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on in this. Episode. There's a lot going I don't on know in this. Why episode. my episodes always devolve into? Because you pick these episode, these movies that are intriguing to society <laughs> if you will pick simpler movies michael yeah. uh, my next one is as simple as they get so don't even worry about it we'll my get next... that one done in 45 minutes my next yeah. one's gonna be a goddamn disaster <laughs> <laughs> i have to check these movies again and make sure which ones i can show up on. <laughs> anyway okay so we <laughs> dropped off the money um we're back at the bowling alley. You're not even going to uh, talk about where Jack Goodman like throws himself out uh, of the car oh, with the Uzi, shoots the back of the scene. car up. <laughs> shoots the back of the car up, shoots out the back tire. Right, and then they drive off. It's like, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're at the bowling scene. That's all right. Now we're at the bowling. All right, yeah. John Goodman, <laughs> that's hilarious. But at the same time, this Uzi is spinning around shooting. <laughs> John Goodman is rolling on the ground and it does not even get close to him. <laughs> like him. It John just Goodman. shoots up this car. Like his, his plan goes sour from like Jump Street. Like <laughs> yeah, he, caused- toss, he tosses the ringer and then as soon as as soon as he's like as soon as he jumps out of the car at 15 miles an hour precisely. <laughs> like this plan just goes to shit. <laughs> I mean, this, this everyone has a plan was, until they get hit in the face. Yeah, we were, we were failed. We were doomed to fail from the beginning of this plan. 
Yes. So <laughs> fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. We're here at the bowling alley. We're worrying about Bunny. Uh, Walter is saying, what are you talking about? You said that she kidnapped herself. She's in no danger. Um, Phone keeps ringing. What, what Walter is <laughs> really concerned about is that their first match of the tournament is on Shabbos. Because <laughs> he doesn't fucking roll on Shabbos. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. His his justification for being Jewish is so great too. It's like you don't get a new driver's license when you get divorced. I I converted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then it's we leave the bowling. Yeah. So we find out we're the big the, the big disaster of this day was having to play their first game of the tournament on a Saturday. We're gonna get that taken care of. Don't even worry about it. What we're <laughs> now we're leaving the bowling alley, and the dude's car is not there. <laughs> what the fuck happened to the car? <laughs> well, somebody stole it. We'll find out about that later. All right. So we're back at the dude's house. He's talking to the cops. The phone is still ringing. <laughs> the cell phone's ringing. His home phone is ringing. Um, the cops are there sort of like, why don't you answer this phone? <laughs> he's telling him about his car and he's telling him about the rug. Um, and the credence and the credence. Yeah. <laughs> cre he has to get the credence. That's the most important part, bro. Can't forget the CCR. <laughs> well, don't even worry about the credence. The credence is fine. <laughs> the tape deck is fine. The credence is fine. Um, so the person who leaves a message at the dude's house is Maud. She has the she has the rug. One of the cases solved. The cops don't have to do shit. They're very happy about that. But they will find the dude's car for him. All right. So we go to the artist loft, which is Maud's Maud's place of business. <laughs> Her home? Very strange. Life. See this. This <laughs> She's an I'm artist familiar with in L.A. <laughs> the 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 theater part I'm not like super a part of, but this artist loft I've been to this place. Yeah, <laughs> where these weird people are like just doing their thing. Some your sort kids of are the lines. exact same. <laughs> <laughs> There's no difference. <laughs> Right. It, in a dungeon basement type place instead of an arty farty loft. <laughs> I prefer the arty farty loft where the people are painting. Um, <laughs> so Maud sort of zip lines over him, nude, just splashing the paint everywhere. For some reason, this makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> That's what artists um, do. Artists do weird stuff. Yeah, it's true. Artists are weird people. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're special. All right. So Look at my art here. You know, it's very special. <laughs> this is where we find out that Bunny is a porn star and a nymphomaniac. She's been in porn with these guys who we saw like floating in the pool at Lebowski's. They're nihilists. <laughs> Why? Really I, about it, again, it doesn't really matter. This this movie, like when I was finished with this movie, I was like, oh, this movie was nihilistic. <laughs> like it is. It this, is. 
Yeah. Because this movie make- is 90 slacker. Yeah. And it's it's completely a nihilist movie because in the end we're at the same place we were when we started. I don't know that we learned all that much. All <laughs> we learned was the simplicity it's sort of, like of life. life. Yeah. Bowling is everything. Yes. Yeah. Bowling is everything. That's life, this, man. This was like the, the perfect movie when I was like a kid. Like oh. not really a kid, probably like 16, 17, I guess kid now. But yeah, that's what we used to do is go bowling because I lived yeah. in a small town. And there was three bowling alleys. So that's what we did. We bowled. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you do. You go yeah. bowling. You're in a you're in a small town. Ta- well, I guess L.A. is not really a small town. But no, no but you, you, their, you their circle is, is small. Yeah. But also when you when you live in a small town and you see that, oh, shit, out in L.A., they bowl, too. We bowl. Cool. I can like imagine my life being <laughs> I can be like the L.A. dude, you know. But in my town, I have friends in Ohio do Lebowski nights where they would go to the local bowling alley in robes, order white Russians in the middle of Ohio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody loves this movie. Culturally known. Everybody loves it. If you grew up before the internet was a big thing, (laughs) yes, you enjoy this movie. I wouldn't say I love this movie, I have uh, a love for it, or I do enjoy this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It's. It, it has those memes. It has that. It captures like the 90s, pretty much pre-internet life. And it's like, yeah. And it's just like clerk clerks, you know, it's it, it captures that moment that you, you want to see, you know, you want to yeah. remember from your childhood. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why are you smiling? It is. Oh. It is sort of time. It is sort of like a time capsule for the 90s, but yeah. at the same time, sort of timeless. At the mm-hmm. same time, uh, it's it's a weird Coen Brothers thing. I don't know how they do it, but White they Russians have, are not, not really great to session. No, don't have more than like one or two at a no. time. Yeah, if you drink more than if you drink a lot of milk, you will throw up. So mm-hmm. <laughs> milk and alcohol don't mix very well. Yeah, no, they're they're they taste good, but yeah, one or two is good enough. <laughs> No, I like I like the Coen Brothers character work, and they have like an eye for kind of like setting. Yeah, their their stories tend to wander, and their stories tend to be generated off of the strength of their characters, which for some people doesn't necessarily work. Yeah, and I'm (laughs) this this episode is also going sort of like a Coen Brothers movie. (laughs) This is definitely like it definitely (laughs) has the pacing of the Big Lebowski. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I it's don't... just the little things in this movie. It's just everyone's reactions to like what are things are saying. Like when he's going over and like crying his eyes out in front of a fireplace about his his oh. wife. Actually, it's, it's obviously fake, but he's just yeah. like fucking a, you know. He's like, hey, can I like this, Jay? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like <laughs> Walter's gonna do what Walter does. The dude's mm-hmm. gonna do what the dude mm-hmm. does. You know, all of these bunny is going to do what she does. Everybody just is sort of existing. Right. And uh, they abide. Yeah. That's like, (laughs) not to sound, not to sound like the dude, but like, that's life, man. Like, that's just, you do what you got to (laughs) do. Yeah. All right. Someone mute Phil. (laughs) Of course I am. Of course I'm on you. God damn it. <laughs> you were saying, sir. No, you were saying fine. something, Phil. No, it's not. No, surely no. it was very important. 
Well, it's 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 just telling you find something that you like, you enjoy, like the dude loves bowling and white Russians, and life can be okay. You can get by. So just enjoy the time you have. Right. This is not the take that I was expecting out of Phil, but I am on board. <laughs> I like I have a very positivity. I am. I, I there's movie like I love action movies. Like where I'm reviewing Tombstone this weekend for my show, the Phil Better Show, where I review. So I oh, love. Oh, it's those. not plug time yet, Phil. No. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, <laughs> I plug anytime I can. That's the capitalist in me. I'll I'll plug any hole. Uh, <laughs> huh. I'm not good at bowling. <laughs> it could be. I think you were just jealous. You know. Jesus I'm not good at bowling amazing. either. Bowling, yeah, I'm not a good bowler either. Well, I love it, but I'm not good at it. Yeah, I love the. It's just fun. It's just stupid fun with your boys, mm-hmm. you know, or with your family. Anyways, movie. Anyways, <laughs> movie. So back to the movie. Yeah, we're coming back. <laughs> we're coming back from mods now in a limo. Mod sends him home. Um, he's having a great time with this limo driver. <laughs> The two of them are just getting along like they are old friends. Yep. And it's great to see because I'm sure that the dude is a very happy person the rest of his life. The part of the dude's life that we see in this movie is probably the worst time in his life. Um, But (laughs) when we get to see him just hanging out and having fun with this limo driver, like I feel like that's what the dude is normally like. Uh-huh. Can we can we agree well, on that? Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, and of course, you know, he has this great time. He gets out of the limo and he's taken right away, and we're back to this shitty situation that he's in. Um, we see. Uh, I think we see the Volkswagen Beetle again. Uh, parked down the street, but we're not to who that is yet. Um, yes, who your so, friend the limo driver asks who your friend is in the Volks in the Beetle. Yes, uh-huh. um, and we don't know yet. We we kind of think that he has something to do with the dude getting caught and pulled back into another limo as soon as they uh park the limo that he's already riding. This one has um. This one has Jeffrey Lebowski and what was Philip Seymour Hoffman's name again? Bram? Bram. Yeah. Bram. Graham. Something like that. (laughs) So it has the two of them sitting in the back and uh, Jeffrey Lebowski is not thrilled that the dude has fucked up this drop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Bram is trying his best to calm him down and you know, sort of smooth out the situation, but the big Lebowski is not having any of it. Um, so this is where he hands the envelope to the dude. He opens the envelope, unwraps the gauze, and it is a pinky toe with the green nail polish on it. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, mm-hmm. something something happened to Bunny. This is not good. It's escalation. <laughs> Finally, some escalation, some some excitement that Chris Harvey can get into. <laughs> there's blood, there's guts. It's everything you wanted in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're sitting at the diner. The dude and Walter are having a cup of coffee. 
Talking about the toe. I'd get you a toe by three o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> you want yeah. nail polish? Walter refuses to believe that this is Bunny's toe. Uh, it has to be. It has to be some sort of trick. Bunny is fine. She, that he has no no doubts about that. Bunny is fine. Um, the dude is. This is the first time he sort of sticks up for himself. He says, "No, this this situation is fucked, and you are not listening to me. I'm leaving." Mm-hmm. Dude leaves. Walter is like, I'm staying and I'm enjoying my coffee. <laughs> Even though he got, you know, it's a family restaurant and he's mm-hmm. standing up yeah. and swearing and talking about getting people toes and, and everything you'd stuff. normally find in a, a diner for families back in the 90s. Yeah. It depends on the time you're at the diner yeah. <laughs> and the town that you're in the diner. True. All right. So to, to, to uh, calm down from his situation, the dude goes back to his house. He lights a bunch of candles. He draws himself a bath. He's he's smoking weed while he's taking a bath and relaxing. And uh, now we get now we get the nihilists. I love dude, these guys. Oh. <laughs> they're not Nazis. They're nihilists. Big difference. Big difference. There's a, it's a big difference. We believe in um, Dorothy Lebowski. <laughs> so we have we have. We also uh, have Flea uh, being a nihilist, and that's an amazing. Yeah, yeah. Flea, Flea is one of yeah. these nihilists. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good catch. We also have a what is this? A ferret? Marmot. Nice marmot, marmot that they have with them. It or is, is it a actual, weasel. It's a ferret. It's a marmot. It's a oh, well. <laughs> It is he calls actual, it a marmot. Yeah, he calls it's it a, a ferret. marmot. I thought it was a ferret. It is a ferret, but he calls it a marmot. Um, yeah. yeah, they throw. The... Yeah. You're just mean. That was just mean to really? both the. That was <laughs> to both of them. Yeah, the, mar- the ferret and the marmot. Yeah, <laughs> ferret, marmot, and Jeff Bridges and the dude. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Bridges is a really good panicked scream. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Bridges is excellent in this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he's not always a great actor, but he's a great actor in this movie. <laughs> he's really good in comedies. I like him way better in comedies than I do in serious films. Yeah, he he's one of those that when he phones it in, it's horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know when he's just there for the paycheck. It's just like yeah, absolutely. I'm getting paid absolutely. a shit ton of money. I don't want to <laughs> be here, but here's an iconic <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Pose okay, we're good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to the being the dude and just walks off set. That's the difference when he phones it in. But when yeah. he gets his uh, movie he enjoys like this, you can see so yeah. much joy. Yeah, you can definitely you can definitely tell he's having a ball doing this movie. Um, so yeah, so we're sort of that's all there is. We we get introduced to the nihilists. We go back to the bowling alley. Dude and Walter still a lot of tension between the two of them. Um, we're we're not having a good time at at this point in the movie. Um, Walter storms away. He's going to. Uh, I guess this is where he talks it out with the with the league to get their day changed so that he doesn't have to bowl on Shabbos. Um, and then this is where the dude talks to Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. 
Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. So this yeah, is that's... where we. This is where the dude and Sam Elliott talk. Yep. And blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, the dude gets another. The dude gets a call from Maud at the bowling alley. <laughs> she knows where he is all the time. <laughs> um, oh. So, what's that, Dylan? How does she know? Who? I don't know. She I just mean, does. She's he's rich. Not, he's not a hard man to keep. Tra- uh, he's not a hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as of now, we've seen him at two places: his apartment Three. and the bowling alley. By his choice, he's only gone to his apartment, the store, and the bowling alley. Yeah. True. So, uh, yeah, probably not that hard to track down. Called his house a couple of times. He didn't pick up. Called the bowling alley. Up. He never picks up though. <laughs> also, Good man. True. Me neither. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go back to mods. Not too much happens this time when we're at mods, but she's really, she's really getting him, trying to get him to go to the doctor to get his face checked out. She does not want him. She does not want any like residual effects from getting knocked out because those were her guys that knocked him out, took the rug. So please go to the doctor. Please go to the doctor. The doctor thing is one of those things. It's like, all right, eh. <laughs> it doesn't thorough. it doesn't need to be in there, but <laughs> it's um, of its time. It's a, it, that really I feel dates it because you always get those in that period of movies. The, the 90s, you get that long no reason doctor visit or you have a moment that's no reasoning. Yeah. Like it's well, just long for no reason. There is a reason for this because this is the part in the movie where we get to hear Elvis Costello coming out of the dude's headphones. My absolute yeah. favorite. <laughs> so I, I'm very happy to hear that. Um, we find, you know, the, he's checking the dude's face. The doctor says, all right, pull down your shorts. And he says, why I got hit in the face, and he's like, Just pull, pull down your fucking shorts. <laughs> and then we're out of the doctor's office. <laughs> um, that he's now he's driving home. The Volkswagen is following him again, <laughs> and this is where this is where we get that uh Cheech and Chong bit where he drops the roach mm-hmm. in between his legs and freaks out and crashes the car. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody got that <laughs> reference oh, yeah. to that song yep. movie. Oh, yeah. okay. um, so now, and the Volkswagen's gone. The the Beatles gone. Um, very strange. It's a very strange thing that's in this movie with with this blue Volkswagen Beetle just following them around everywhere. Um. So now we're at the landlord's show, pretty much only to find out that. Oh, when he crashes the car, he's looking for his roach. That's when he finds the homework tucked into his car. So he knows who stole his car now. Um, now we're now we're at the landlord's show. Um, Walter tells him that he knows who the homework belongs to. It's the son of a Hollywood of a Hollywood writer. Um, this is a very this next scene is very very strange this is straight cohen brothers from the iron lung to the car misunderstanding the iron lung at the the furniture is covered in plastic mm-hmm. the kids not talking the whole thing is just very strange 
Why is this man in an iron lung? It's an image. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an image. This this whole scene is is just there for the visuals, which we don't, you know. I can't show you an iron lung in my living room, so we're gonna go on past this. Walter is very irritated that this kid is not talking to him. Um, so he thinks that this sports car out in front of the house is the kids. What this kid bought with the million dollars that they stole out of the dude's car. So he goes to the dude's trunk, pulls out the crowbar and just goes to town on this car. Just yeah. It hurt. It hurts. What, what's he yelling? Dan Levely. <laughs> it's like this. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger to yes, Larry. This is what, what happens, happens when you fuck, fuck a stranger to yes. Now, has anybody seen this on network television? No, no. This is this is no, one of those. I will not watch it on network television. Well, so it's pretty common to replace to dub over or blank out the swear words. Yeah, and this has a very notorious one where they turn. See what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Into, do you see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? That's what they turn it into. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's impressively horrible on so many <laughs> levels. Yeah, like that's you tried to fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's up there with uh, snakes on a plane. <laughs> hey, yeah, there it is. I'm tired. I'm tired yeah. of this monkey fighting snakes on this. Oh yeah, money Monday, ride yeah. train. <laughs> Monday to Friday train. <laughs> Just yeah, I don't oh, know I what it. they're thinking when they do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably did see on network TV. It makes sense. Ugh. Yeah, I can't imagine watching a movie like this on. No. I can't yeah. Network TV disappears fully. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So this is this is. I think this is the best comedy in this movie. Is the dude talking to Walter on the phone, just hammering this two yes. by four into the floor of his apartment. Just there's 75 nails in there. Yep. And then he props this this chair up against the doorknob. And the next thing you see is the door opening away from it and the chair just <laughs> falling on the floor. And it's so fucking stupid. It's a great physical comedy bit. It's yeah. it's the best like visual gag Slaps in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> just you're just showing like that is the dude's ineptness in, you know, 45 seconds. Yeah. He does all this movie. work and it's pointless. <laughs> it's like the movie again. It's, it's a, you can look at it as it's symbolizing the movie. Like you spent all this time watching it and there's no payoff. You stupid fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's. And those are also my favorite kinds of jokes yeah. are these long setup jokes with terrible or no punchlines. I will tell you one later that's my favorite joke, but I'm not going to do it now because we're already over time and it's like a 10-minute long joke. <laughs> <laughs> next show. Next show. All right. <laughs> we need pa- time to fill. Patreon bonus. Yeah, Patreon, <laughs> Patreon bonus. Michael it's does like a stand-up uh, routine. Yeah. <laughs> For 10 minutes. My 10-minute one-joke stand-up routine. Yes. All right, so now we're we got the rug pissers back. 
and they're going to take him to Jackie Treehorn, who is who Je- is who Bunny owes money to. But this time, they know who they're going after. They are going after the right Jeffrey Lebowski. Um, so we're at Jeffrey Tree, we're at Jackie Treehorn's place. I don't know where I got Jeffrey from. Um, we find out that Bunny does owe him money. Um, this this is also a very weird scene. Jackie Treehorn, he's a porn producer. Is that correct? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bunny owes him money. We're at a very like Playboy Mansion ish party with naked ladies running all around and you know getting flung up into the pause, air and rewind, paused rewind pause they're rewind. all on ecstasy <laughs> they're all on ecstasy they're all on ecstasy uh, i mean not okay. out of the realm of us that's an e party i'm sorry i've, I've been <laughs> at e parties that's an e party right <laughs> in 98 yeah, yeah, 98. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that. That shit was big back in the rave in the rave heyday. <laughs> All right, so we get a couple of drinks in the dude. Um, we, uh, Jackie Treehorn takes a call and he's writing something down. The dude has the genius idea to do one of those transfers with the pencil. And mm-hmm. he does that, that and it's just a drawing of a guy with a huge dick. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so good. UTP. It's being tested. So Jackie Treehorn comes back. The dude's like trying to, you know, stand up for himself, fight him a little bit, but he is, he has been drugged. <laughs> he has been roofied. Now we get probably the most famous dream sequence from this movie. Um, it's another music video. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's this one's a really good music video. This is yeah. like this is like a good uh, killers <laughs> music video. Um, I I saw this. I walked. I went to a showing of this at the Boulder Theater, and when it got to the scene, a dude dressed up like the scissors guy got up on stage <laughs> with a giant pair of scissors and did the thing, and oh, everybody yeah. lost their mind. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're walking up the steps. We're teaching Maude how to bowl. <laughs> Lebowski is going underneath all these ladies uh, between their legs, and then he turns around, <laughs> and you see just the biggest smile <laughs> on his face. It's Every so, man's dream. It's it's a very funny like that's a very funny face that he has yeah. on there. Um, so we. So we we wake up, uh, we get the the guys with the scissors cutting off. They're getting ready to cut off his cock like the uh, nihilists are about to do to Lebowski. Uh, So he's running away and then we fade out to see him running down the highway (laughs) in real life, getting chased by the cops. Um, So they arrest him. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. They arrest him and the cop is not, (laughs) is not having any of Lebowski's shit. Not sympathetic. Not, not even a little bit, but this is where (laughs) we get, uh, the mug (laughs) thrown at his head and it makes the funniest noise that I've ever heard in a movie. And I don't know why that tickles me, but every time 
Every time I watch this movie, I <laughs> wait for that fascist. mug clink off his head. <laughs> Every time he says that, fucking fascist, I spit whatever's in my mouth out. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Ow, you fucking fascist. <laughs> All right. And then we are in the cab getting taken home. Uh, the Eagles are on. I agree with you here, dude. Fuck the Eagles. <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> like like, this is one of the things that you stand your ground on the eagles are terrible i'll walk home if i'm in a cab playing the eagles too (laughs) yeah i'm not a huge fan (laughs) yeah and then we see bunny we see bunny drive past lebowski on the highway all of her toe is intact she is perfectly fine the the reveals at the end of this movie are interesting in their pacing because you get yeah. the toe reveals several times in a row, but yeah. there's always a few minutes in between them. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie with how many feet are in this thing. <laughs> well, maybe they were paying homage to uh, Tarantino and his love of feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So bunny drives past him. Now we're back at the dudes. The place is all torn up. Um, somebody was looking for something. Money. Uh, Maud is Money. also there. She is not the perpetrator of of the break in. Um, she wants to have sex with with the dude. And why love wouldn't me. you? Love me, I mean, Jeffrey. Yeah. Nineteen ninety eight. Uh, Jeff Bridges. He's looking pretty good here. Um, so Maud and Lebowski have sex. She is sort of asking him about his life and she's doing some weird pose with her knees up to her chest. And we find out that she's trying to get pregnant. That's why the doctor checking on his face was also checking out his balls. (laughs) We wanted to make sure that we were. That's scandalous though. Oh yeah, that woman's scandalous. Yeah, that's that what shit. the rich do, though. They're scandalous. Yeah, they do whatever they want. They get what they want by any means necessary. All right, so the Volkswagen is parked outside. We find out that this is a private detective hired by Bunny's family to try to find where she is, like her her parents. Hired someone uh, to find out the back in a farm. Her. Yeah, they're they're looking for. So apparently, she ran away from her home to come out to Los Angeles to um, be a porn star. W- yeah, where she ran away from her husband. <laughs> like it's just what she does. Um. So then we cut to the nihilists having dinner, and then we pan down. We see does did anybody besides Dylan <laughs> recognize who? the woman is with the nihilists no i didn't mm. dylan you want to tell them you put me on the spot here michael why don't you tell everybody it's amy man <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who amy man is hold on you don't know cool. who amy man oh <laughs> for fuck's sake no, I all, my all the Get cr- some culture I- I wasn't quick enough on my Google to figure this out in the time you called on me. Oh, wow. I thought you would have known it off the top of your head. That was. 
Enlighten right, us. So it's Amy no. Mann. She's with the nihilists. She's the one who cut her toe off so that they could get the money. They knew that Bunny had run away. Um, so yeah, it, again, this is this is a very slowly paced movie in the middle, and then we get reveal, 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 reveal at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't let Chris Harvey not watch the end of this movie mm -hmm. because everything gets tied up in in the very end. Um, so we're back at the bowling alley. More Jesus. Uh, Donnie's acting weird. Um, not not a whole bunch to say about this. Anybody? No. Uh, no. So we go out into the parking lot, and the nihilists are there. They have set the dude's I'm house on. I'm, I'm I'm exhausted. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm just exhausted. Hey. I had a long day. So they set the dude's car on fire. They're standing there. They want their money. So they don't have the money. Nobody has this money. Nobody knows where this money is, but they're trying to get it. Um, Walter is not having any of it, and he fucks these guys up. He throws that throws bowling, bowling ball, ball at that first one. It oh. is... It is Ooh, brutal the way God. that he beats I was guys. not expecting the level of violence just to ramp up from zero to like 3,000 in like a it millisecond. Is, it's zero to... On him, it's great. I mean, that's, and, that's pretty normal for the Coen brothers, too. You have these yeah. sudden moments of violence in an otherwise pretty normal movie. And it like, is... Look at Fargo. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, Raising Arizona is the same, has the same sort of thing. But it's like crazy violent <laughs> like this is the most visceral i think fight scene that i can think of in a movie because you can feel that bowling ball going into that guy and then he bites the other one's ear off and mm -hmm. spits it out it is yeah it's horrifying it goes against every like fight movie you've ever seen because there's always this unwritten rule you know you like you don't pull a Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield situation. And this guy's like, fuck this. This is a brawl to the death. I'm going to yeah. murder you motherfuckers. This, this movie right. is, yeah, we're, we're talking about, uh, you know, this is not like choreographed movie fight scene. This mm -hmm. is street fight, like Full real violence. It, it feels like a bunch of people brawling outside a bowling alley. Yeah, it, mm -hmm. it really which, does. Which and yeah, it's a it's That's a very exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very it, like, but a perfect scene. Like it's perfect where it is, where it needs to be. You know, that's so. But this fight scene has taken its toll on Donnie, and he is having a heart attack. Um, Suddenly reality ensues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Walter is trying to assure him that he will be okay. The dude is going to call the ambulance. Donnie is not okay. The next scene is at the funeral home and Walter we are arguing Mary. over <laughs> the price of an urn. Um, $180. That's a lot for an urn. We're scattering his ashes. We don't need this thing. <laughs> so... We go and we buy a can of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and classic. we put Donnie's ashes in, in the coffee can. Um, we go to the beach that Donnie loved so well. And we scatter his ashes to the Pacific Ocean. 
and the um, dude's face. Kinda. And all over <laughs> the dude's face. One, probably my favorite moment of the movie, because it's yes. just such a it's such a moment of like, oh crap. Again. I that through. Yeah. Reality yeah, ensues, right. yeah. 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 And it's such a dude like it's such a dude reaction. He's just standing there and it's just <laughs> happening to him. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have sort of a touching scene here. Like these guys realize, like, like you said, reality has hit them. You know, some shit happened, and this is no longer a, a crazy situation. It's sort of over, and it feels like they both realize what just happened to them. Their friend is dead. You know, a, a lot of shit has happened to them in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they realize that really all they have is each other now. And bowling. Um, and and bowling. bowling. Well, that's what they do. They hug. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's sort of touching. And yeah. then, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Fucking and that's A-man. what they do. Yeah. They go and bowling. Sam Elliott brings us home. Sam Elliott brings us home. And again, uh, we start the movie minus a Donnie, but otherwise where we started the movie. <laughs> yep. And that and a little you know, Lebowski on the way. We have a little Lebowski on the way, but the dude is not going to know this child. Uh, she, she explicitly says that is not her intention. She wants nothing to do with the dude. She just he wants was, the dude spunk. Yeah. That's he it. was basically her spunk. sperm donor. And yeah. so, it's again like that's also meaningless <laughs> that that he has a baby on the way um mm-hmm. and that's that's sort of life and we enjoyed the ride and now it's over we don't know what happens and that's the we point. should just end the movie like yeah. end the show just like boom right there just like the movie boom it <laughs> black it's over yeah <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we're gonna get everybody's reels. Uh, we're gonna get everybody's reels and wrap up this movie. Um, let's go with Phil Better first. Uh, give me one second. I, I I enjoyed this movie. Like it's a good movie that you can watch and you can relax to. Uh, you you do need to think somewhat, but it's it's not like oh my god, I need to remember every minute minute detail because it's so. It's, if you watch a Coen Brothers movie, you know what I'm talking about. Like it's it's enjoyable. It's a good movie. It's 7.5 reels. I, I bowling pins, if you will. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, I where can know. we find you, Phil? You can find me uh, this Saturday doing uh, the Phil Better Show. I also have Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, where I interview entrepreneurs and figure out how they made their living, so that I can do the same thing and end up living like the dude. Because that's my own goal: just to lay back, have a couple white Russians, and enjoy life. Oh, you know, yeah. so yeah, that's what I do. And uh, yeah, it comes out every Tuesdays and Thursday. Investinyourselfpod.com, and uh, I love all your faces. Nine Hell reels. yeah. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Can I Dan get- Levely. Oh, Dylan. Oh, cool. Uh, Surprise. Uh, <laughs> no, I really, I really like the Coen brothers. Um, they are some of my favorite filmmakers. Um, I like this movie. 
just because it's not in my top five does not mean I don't like this movie. Uh, I'm giving this a solid eight. I think this is generally pretty good for everybody. Like I'd, I'd put this on for a mixed crowd and be like, hey, guys, let's take it easy. Pass one around. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Eight reels. It's, cool. it's good. It's very good. Um, awesome. Comedy. Where can we su- find you? They're subjective. You can find me at some nobodies. <laughs> That's where all of my stuff is. I write for some nobodies. Um, my writing producing partner, Zach, couldn't be here tonight. You might see him in the chat a little bit. Uh, shout out to him for this behind me. That dude finds thrifting stuff like you wouldn't believe. Check out uh, <laughs> Talking Upstream on Sundays, Twitching Upstream on Tuesdays, and everything else we have at somenobodies.com. That's all I got. Bye. Bye. Dan oh, Lovely. Geez. That was quick. Hey, uh, <laughs> I I love this movie. This is like one of my favorite movies. I wouldn't say top 10, but definitely in my top, in my top 20. Um, I'm going to give this a, a solid 9. The nice. 9.5. I was gonna give it an eight, but since Chris Harvey just like decided he wanted to tear it a new <laughs> asshole, I, I upped it a reel. So uh I'm gonna give it a solid nine because it's nice. perfect perfect stoner movie, and I loved it, and I'll, I'll watch it over and over again. Cool. And I am Dan Levely. This is Oops Caught Me Smoking. Go to oopscaughtmesmoking.com to watch, listen, and shop all at the same spot. And look out for this Saturday, May 22nd. We have the live special coming up. So look out for that <laughs> at 9 p.m. EST and the rest you can figure out. I love cool. you. Bye. Bye. All right. And I am Michael Colby from Jack Billings presents me and my neighbor, Michael. Um, I am going to just wrap this up by saying I love this movie. Um, I'll watch this. I'll watch this probably every two years. Um, it's I think one of the like best comedies. I love this sort of subversive comedy. Um, I'm going to give this nine reels. Um, Oh man. Uh, Zach also gave this nine reels. I can't find his, his uh, wrap up of it, but he gave it nine reels as well, which thanks to Chris Harvey, it got a 6.5 out of 10. Um, so not not in the top of movies like I was expecting, but still not nearly as bad as what uh not nearly as bad as my last movie went. So uh tune in next week uh or tune in Friday. We're doing Army of the Dead and then uh Phil's number four clerks is next monday army of the dead will be hosted by dan and clerks will be hosted by bill um i'm not happy about the 6.5 either simon you can blame phil on or not phil don't blame phil on this one he had a good score you can blame chris harvey for this one um but we will see you on friday and monday and every friday and monday And we'll be announcing other Real Boys stuff very soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, Hey, see you later.